Hey, what's going on? I'm Johnny Fisher from Still Here Podcast, the number one podcast in the Central Valley. And I just want to talk to everybody real quick about uh, Event Boost. Um, uh, event Boost is a, an event coordinating company that works with uh, nonprofits to help raise money uh, for their cause. Uh, they do fundraiser dinners, comedy shows, casino nights, car shows, silent auctions, raffles, and so much more. Uh, from conception to cleanup, they take care of everything from Alpha to Omega. So if you're in the Fresno and Clovis area or any place in the Central Valley, hit these guys up at official event boost on Instagram or eventboost.com for all your event needs. And what's going on everybody? Jose Cruz here. I want to give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors. Hey, you guys got pests? Well, don't let those pests take control of you. Contact CSI Exterminators today for your free pest inspection. CSI exterminators are proud to serve the residents in Fresno, California, Clovis, California area, all the above. They also service residents and business owners in Southern California, along the Central California coast, the Bay Area, and in Northern California. They provide residential, commercial, multifamily property pest control services. If you want a trustworthy, reliable Fresno-based pest control company, you found the right place. Look up CSI Exterminators at CSIExterminators.com or follow them on Facebook at CSI Exterminators. You know, what's so great about these guys is that they are a veteran-owned pest control company based in Fresno. So together, they have more than 50-plus years of experience on destroying these pests. So you guys give them a call. Their information will be in the description below. The information has been on the bottom of the screen right here. So you guys hit these up, and let's get into the show. Bye. What's going on, everybody? We are back at it with another pod, a very special podcast today. And let me kind of set the uh, ground for you guys watching and listening. Um, so I'm scrolling through TikTok like we all do. We go down that rabbit hole and then there's certain, you know, content creators, certain pages that capture your attention. And this one particular post caught my attention of this of this young man. Handsome Buck, I would say so myself, was talking about, uh, you know, he wanted to get on 100 plus podcast this year. This, you know, I'm like, all right, let me hit this man up. So just to jump right to it today, we have a special guest. We have my man Hayden Cashion. Is your last name? Hayden Cashion. Yeah, Cashion. All right, cool. I got it, man. So yeah, let's, let's go. Get, yeah, man. Welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks for uh, uh, thanks for your time for jumping on in, man, and uh, you know, get ready to hand out some dope information, man. So let's um. Let's kind of get into this, man. I really want to dive into all this, you know, because to me, this is uh, this is important, man, because social media, online, phones, all these apps are just nonstop busy every day, man. So let's kind of get to know you, how you started, where you started, and uh, how old are you first and kind of all. I know it's like an yep. array of a lot of these questions, man, because that's how I feel about social yep. media. I'm so bogged down with like the craziness of it and i think you have it down packed so let's get to know you man tell us a little yeah. bit about yourself yeah so my name is hayden cashin um i was born and raised here in ottawa ontario which is uh in canada mm. and i uh when i was in university i was in marketing and while i was in marketing i didn't know what i wanted to do within marketing because it's such a large discipline and so I got an email by accident and I say by accident is because it was for grad students at the time. And I was a third year student. I hadn't graduated yet. And so I got this email and it said, come join the digital marketing certification, come try this program. And so I was like, huh, this sounds interesting. This kind of sounds like exactly what I'm looking for because 
I'm in marketing, but I don't know what I want to do. And this digital marketing thing sounds interesting. And I hadn't even really heard that much about digital marketing. And this was in 2017. And so I took the program and every single week we learn about something different. Facebook ads, Instagram, uh, app store optimization, Google analytics, all this different stuff. And I was really enjoying it. And so I was like, you know what, this is kind of where my heart lies. So let me pursue this further as a student. Um, so I took the certification and that led to me getting an internship working in sports and running ads to drive ticket sales for a CFL team, which is the Canadian version of the NFL here in Canada. And so trying to drive those ticket sales. And it was a really lucky environment for me because I was in a space where they had a large budget for each game, but the amount they'd all allocate to uh, digital advertising was low. And so they'd kind of push me in the corner, give me the budget, and then they'd go focus on, you know, radio, newspaper, television, all that stuff where yeah. most of the money went. And they just gave me a budget and allowed me to just play around and learn. And that's where I honed my craft was kind of like in the basement of the sports organization. Um, I did that for nine months. While I was doing that, I got introduced to a couple of restaurant owners and I started taking on work from them as well. And I really like working with the restaurants because at the sports organization, I was like a small piece of a large puzzle. Yeah. But when I was working with the restaurants, I could really say, okay, organically on social media, let's do this. Let's set up uh, our email funnels on the back end. Maybe if we do this in the restaurant and, and showcase it on social media, that will work. And I could really look at the whole picture. And that's what got me excited about kind of looking at consulting and, and being part of organizations where I could, you know, impact it a little bit more. Um, so then I got a job working at an agency and I was leading a project for, uh, uh, a television station. It was like a, a political news station mm -hmm. and they wanted to shift from TV first to website and social first. And so I was leading the project where, you know, I had to interview all these stakeholders. I had to look at their whole organization, all the mm -hmm. shows they produce in-house, all the ones that they take from other organizations, the podcast, the con it was a very big kind of mash of things and try to organize it and shift it all. And so that project really gave me the confidence that I could start my own organization and so off the back of that project, I started my own company in 2019, Cash and Marketing. Nice. And essentially all it does is it uses paid advertising to drive business results for clients in a multitude of industries. Mm -hmm. um, specifically, we focus on Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and Google ads for about 90% of our clients. TikTok is an emerging ad platform as well that we're yeah. looking to spend more time on. Um, and that's essentially what I've been doing for the last three years. Um, and then recently we've started a second business that's launching this Monday, actually from a content standpoint, nice. um, where we're going to help train people uh, to get the digital marketing skills that they need to then get employed and actually connect them with employment opportunities on the back end. So we're partnering with tons wow. of organizations that are going to hire people out of our program because we see the skills gap of, you know, what's taught in traditional school and what the employers actually need. And this, the landscape changes so quickly that the universities and colleges will never keep up. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we've decided to kind of create a similar model as to the one that I took back in 2017 that allowed me to get a jumpstart in my career and try to help more people get jumpstarts in their career. And all day I get asked from business owners, do you know someone who'd be a good social media coordinator? Yeah. Do you know someone who'd be a good social media? It's like so hard to find right now because if you're good at it, you get swiped up. So we want to help produce more of them so that these businesses can help um, you know, staff the organization. That's I mean, basically what I've been up to since 2017. Man, dude. I mean, that seems like a lot. I mean, because it seems like you've... Um... I mean, you obviously knew what you wanted to do. I mean, that's how old are you again? I'm 26. 26, dude, you started. Hell, I'm 41, bro. I'm finna be 41, you know, and so. You look great, though. I <laughs> appreciate it, dude. Um, <laughs> you know, I do what I can, but um, I like how you're so young and you have that drive and that motivation to really push the work, man. And, 
you know, I kind of think from the older guy standpoint, you know, I see a lot of these, um, these young ones, you know, do it for clout, do it for something like, I'm just trying to go viral. I'm just trying to go into this, but it just seems like from hearing you, you know, you're taking this really serious. You're really diving into, you know, this promotion, you're diving into social media, you're diving into, um, marketing and branding and business and making money, you know, and at, yeah. at, at the end of the day, man, it, I want to make money too. And, you know, we all do, you know, so let's, um, now let's get into kind of how you're using your platform now to start helping yourself out. And like you had mentioned, you know, you want to train the next wave of entrepreneurs and people that want to start their own business, digital marketing, you know, how are you yeah. using social media now to get that attention? Cause it got my attention, you know, you know, cause yeah. here we are, you know, we're we, about a week ago or two weeks ago or some, something like that. We, I DM'd you and took you, took you up on your offer, man. And yeah. so how, how are you starting to see the benefits of being using this type of business, this type of job to help you benefit you and your company? Mm -hmm. And I'll take it a step back before we dive directly into it. One thing I often tell people is it's, it's a good idea to build an audience even before you know how you're going to use it. Yeah. Because for me, I actually started documenting my journey back in 2017-ish, late 2017-ish when I started the sports organization and trying to build up my following because I didn't, but I didn't know how I was actually going to transact on it. But now that I'm getting a better sense of that, it's nice to already have it instead of now be like, okay, how do I get it? Um, and so that that's what I would lead with is you don't always have to know how you're going to use it, but it's always smart to just build it up. So then the day you figure out how you're going to use it, you already have it. Dude, I like that. Um, yeah. And so, so for me, it's funny, my personal brand, a hundred percent of the content doesn't actually push to my businesses. So a lot of my, my content on my personal brand, like I'm talking to content creators um, or I'm talking to, you know, different people in different spaces, sometimes just talking to entrepreneurs generally. But the only way I can monetize them currently is to pull business owners into my paid ads agency. Mm -hmm. It's a very small slice of my actual following, but I'm building my following for future executions. And one of the things that really pushed me over the edge to do this certification program is because now I've built up a TikTok following of a lot of people that are interested in marketing and digital marketing. And so I see that I have that, that audience and I get asked often, do you have a course? Do you do mentorship? Things of that nature. Yeah. And so I see that I have the leverage that I can just kind of open the gate and hopefully some of them will come into this program right off the bat. Yeah. And once again, that's just, that's just one way to leverage it in the future. If I decide to start a podcast, having uh, mm. a group of followers already that are ready to go into it, or if I want to do a speaking engagement, or if I want to have a digital product, if I want to write a book, if I want to do anything, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's an audience that you're constantly building and then you're monetizing as you go in different verticals. Um, an interesting thing that I do tell a lot of my clients too, is like, they'll be like, Oh, my business is really, um, geographically landlocked from who I can service. It's a local business. Yeah. And so TikTok won't work for me because the content, you can't control where it goes. It could, it could be popping off in Dubai and I can only serve the local market here yeah. in Fresno, California. Right. And what I often tell them is like, I would really consider creating a, a vertical of business or two verticals of business that can be scaled. I have a really good friend of mine who, who owns um, a local driveway ceiling company. And he started on TikTok like a year before me. 
And by the time I started, he already had a hundred thousand followers. Wow. And what he was doing on what he was doing on TikTok was showing his driveway ceiling stuff, but he was really teaching people how to build side hustles. Mm. This is how you do like a, a gutter cleaning business. You go to like the dollar store and you buy these products, then you go and you charge this exact amount and it should take you this long to do it. And then the, here's how you upsell at the door. Like he was teaching all these side hustle kind of tactics that he's used in his business. And obviously using the driveway ceiling is the main thing that he's showcasing. And he had 100,000 followers, but I'm sure 99.9% of them weren't local. And so what did he do? He started building out affiliate links to all these products that he's recommending. Okay. Um, and now he's putting, he's putting together courses, how to do a driveway ceiling business, how to do a window cleaning business, how to do a gutter cleaning business, how to do a Christmas lights business that he's going to start selling in that direction too. He has a big partnership with um, one of the service-based CRM companies. And every time um, his referral codes use, he gets a nice chunk of money that's becoming a real revenue stream. And so even though he had a localized business, he built this TikTok following and then he built other verticals out of it. Yeah. So it's just like extra cash flow on top of it. Plus it obviously advertises locally to some extent. Mm. I mean, that to me, that makes so much sense, you know, cause like you said, you can't, you know, I, I'm, I'm only built here for Fresno, California and, you know, thinking about the larger picture, you know, I have a friend of mine who's a local guy owns a coffee shop, but it's like, he doesn't ship from what I know. I know he doesn't ship all over, you know, what are other ways for him to like market him and get his brand out and still, yeah. you know, I mean, those, I mean, that's what makes social media so just so dramatic, so huge, man. The opportunities are really endless because you, there, there are no, no excuses to not create something, you know? And I feel like when it comes down to the right person with the right mindset, like talking to you, hearing you being so young to really dive in this, I feel like you're, you're about to open up a new world of promotion and, and understanding of what social media promotion and branding can be, you know? So I, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I think so too. And I think like the one thing that a lot of people miss is they get addicted to the views. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, I, I almost disrespect the views. I don't even care about the views because I know over my lifetime on social media, like we'll get the views, like there'll be enough views. It's going to be fine. I'm much more concerned about what's the actual, you know, business metric I'm trying to drive. And then what's almost more of the personal metric I'm trying to yeah. drive. So on a business side, it's like, okay, how many business owners are inquiring to my, my ads agency? Right. And that's, that's a metric nobody can see publicly. Right. Yeah. And then my new metric in my new company will be, okay, how many people are inquiring to the certificate program? And that's once again, a metric that no one can see, but it's like, you know, for, for easy numbers, if, if I get one business owner, um, from what I do on TikTok, and they become monthly reoccurring, mm -hmm. which which my business is, as long as they become monthly reoccurring, it actually covers all my video costs. So in all of the content that I ever put out, as long as I get one person that reoccurs, I'm actually profitable on what I spend mm. on the video production, wow. um, let alone everything else on top of it, right? Yeah. And so in my specific business, now that'd be different if you're selling t-shirts, because t-shirts aren't monthly reoccurring. T-shirts are also cheaper than marketing services. Mm -hmm. And so every business has different dynamics, but if you're building a following to monetize it in some, you know, out, outside business, that's the metric that actually matters. Right. And so for me, I don't need to, I, I have no videos with a million views. I've one video with like 600,000. And then I think everyone else is, is under 500 K and I probably only have 10 that are above a hundred thousand. And I put over 300 videos. Yeah. And so for me, like, I understand that I'll never get the views, but if I'm trying to um, convince a, a business owner to work with me for their marketing services 
it's not going to be a piece of content that scales to the masses. It's going to be a piece of content that's very almost like intellectual that they're like, oh, this is the person I want to work with. Yeah. And so I understand like I'm not playing for the views. I'm playing for the, the business metric on the back end. And then on a personal side, like I really like to try to inspire people. Right. So, of course, I'm telling information to get to get business opportunities. But I also like to like try to tell my story mm. and inspire people that are, you know, a similar age demographic than to me and want to do certain things in their life by just almost like embodying it yeah. and talking about the experiences I've gone through and trying to, you know, reply back and trying to just do anything to, to help people. Because for me, like that's the most fulfilling part. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so I try to play to both those metrics, but neither of those metrics actually involve like getting a million views on a video. Yeah. You know, and one thing I've noticed, you're right. Um, Cause you said, I love what you said, how you don't care about the views and you don't, you know, you ignore that, you know, and a lot of people um, focus on the views and the likes and the follows and, and, you know, and all the subscribers and all that, man. Um, you know, how is it important or not important, but is it, what, what, what am I trying to ask? Is it um, when people, all people want to do is go viral, right? You know, all people want to do is hit it big. Notice me, notice me. Is it safe to go viral off one video? You know, or is it like, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I'm even asking that right. <laughs> you know, um, but I get it. Going viral, it's yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like if you're a music artist and your first song goes crazy, uh-huh. um, you have to be able to actually follow it up, right? So, if you have a viral moment out of luck, mm. if you're actually talented, you'll build that into a full career. But if you're not talented, you're going to move, the world will move on. And, and a great example is like Post Malone. Like he went viral off this song called White Iverson that he, yeah. I, I believe, just put out on SoundCloud. And he woke up and a couple big artists like tweeted it randomly. And now he's like charting, you know, one of the biggest artists in the world. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, there's a million artists who have put out, you know, a track gone viral and we've never heard of them again. Yeah. And so I don't think going viral is actually the dictation of like good or bad. It's what do you do after that? And that, you know, that that'll prove out like you can't hide. You're going to put out other content and it's going to flop or it's going to be incredible. And, you know, we'll we'll see. Yeah. And I think I'm looking at your content. It's not like, um, again, one thing I love about your content is you're consistent, man. And I love your like the the look of it. I like the vibe, man, because it has a consistency about it, man. Your quality, again, like Mm. I said earlier, is amazing. You know, how do you find yourself being consistent ideas? Where do you, you know, what zone do you go in to make sure that you're not worried about going viral or the views or you're not, you're not, you know, thinking about that, but where's your mindset on staying consistent and putting out content that actually matters and that actually attracts attention? Where's your mindset on, you know, accomplishing all that? So for me, my initial goal was to put out 60 pieces of content a month. So two a day. Um, but I knew I couldn't do that myself because I have to run my company. And so for me, from day one, I knew I was going to have to have somebody that's shooting the content and ideally also posting the content. Yeah. And so for me, um, my actual goal was to minimize my time involvement while hitting 60 views a month, 60 views, 60 videos a month that obviously I was proud of. Um, and so that's actually why my content shot, how it shot. It, it wasn't any like, we didn't think about it. I just couldn't, you, I couldn't selfie video. I don't have the time to like do that stuff. And so for me, it was much more of like a strategic play because all I do is show up um, for four hours biweekly and show up 
I go in my kitchen, like they, they come to the house. And so literally it's a four hour block biweekly. And then I essentially never touch it again. Wow. And so th- that's how I had to do it. The, what I basically do is on a daily basis, they'll send me content, um, what we call drafted. So it'll be like the TikTok screen before you click the final post button. Yeah. And so they'll send me a screen recording so I can see the caption, the cover, and then they'll click on the video. It'll start playing so I can hear the song against the video. Um, and I'll give them any feedback that I want. So change the caption to this, change the cover to this, yeah. and change the song to this if I want. Um, but that's that's all I do because obviously it has to be from my own words. Yeah. Um, so so we do that part. But other than that, like it's eight hours of actual shooting. There's there's a little bit every single day of just editing the caption. And then from an ideation standpoint, um, what I've tried to start doing now is just in natural life. Like if we have a great conversation right now, I may after the the podcast write down three points that I'm like, oh, he brought these out of me. I want to make pieces of content on them, right? Yeah. And even, even right now we have a videographer right there. So what he's going to do is he's going to, he's, he's writing down timestamps of certain things that I'm saying, and he's going to clip it. And the reason I really like doing it with podcasts is because then we don't even have to think of ideas. You're going to ask great questions. I'm going to say things that will create new content concepts that we haven't thought about. You're, you're going to post the content. We're going to chop it. We're going to post the content. And then also we're now going to have a list of ideas because the videographer is writing down all the ideas yeah. that we can then go shoot unique pieces off of, mm-hmm. let alone sometimes we'll create three or four videos off of each idea. And so it systemizes the ideation process. So, you, so then you have no thinking involved. Yeah. I like that, man. You're, you're right. Cause I know what it, I found that a lot of my conversations I have, you know, when, especially when we're discussing these podcasts, because initially uh-huh. um, I, I have gotten a few people we've had on there like, hey, what questions do you have? Can you give me a list of, you know, I'm like, no, nah, we normally don't do that. You know, we fly out yeah. the seat of our pants because that's where I feel like the natural authenticity comes off, especially because I've never met you in my life. I've seen I only met you or seen you on TikTok, man. And I you said yep. shoot over to Instagram and I listened to you. So I went to your Instagram and I followed you and I DM'd you, you know, and it, and it came to where. That's where you get authentic conversations, man, because you're into something that I'm into, especially at my age yeah. and, and I'm into something you're doing because it's just, again, there's no age bracket to it. It doesn't matter how old you are. It depends. It really just depends how bad you want to really do something with your life, man, whether it's starting off young or older and hearing what you're saying, man, it's, it's really, it's, it's really inspiring, man, because Every conversation that we've had on the show, man, it all it all came off just following the vibe and the flow of our conversation. You know, I can tell yeah. if I ever met you in person, dude, we'd hit it off. We'd hit it off. 100%. Just, despite our age, it's like who cares? You know, I'm forty. I'm forty years old, man. I don't care. You're twenty six. I'm I'm all I'm at your, I'm like half your age already. More than half. But 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 honestly, the world is aging down. Yeah. Like pe- people have never acted younger in their lives. Like you see, you know the the most influential business people they don't wear suits Excellent. like they're in sneakers and jeans and t-shirts and like the the whole age is becoming uh younger because also like parents are more like friends with their kids these days because yeah. of social media because they want to be mm-hmm. with the times they they want to be hip and, and they're being influenced by it like a lot of yeah. uh, adults are on are on tiktok right yeah and what what's happening there is they're being influenced by young culture yeah um and i, I i'll never forget like one of the best compliments I got back when I was in high school was like this kid that was three years younger than me. 
And he just told me, he was like, Hayden, like the thing I like about you is you don't teach, you don't treat anyone different based on their age. Mm. And it made me realize that like, I don't really like see age. I've never, cause I've never thought about it. I just see people. And if we vibe, we vibe, if we don't, we don't, but like, yeah. who cares? You know what I mean? And I think the world's shifting to that as well. No, I agree with you 100%. Cause growing up, man, I was, I was one of those guys that was crazy. I was the center of the attention. I was, I was out yeah. there, man. And you know, I have three kids me and my wife, we have three kids of our own and we have a 16 year old, a 15 year old. And my son is 12, two girls and a boy. And yeah. those kids know uh, trends. They know things that I don't even know about, you know, especially as much as I'm on social media, but yet I have so much in common with my kids. Cause I do love what they love. You know, my daughters love BTS, you know, all that K-pop. Uh -huh. I'm into that stuff because of them, you know? So when they have it on, I'm vibing with them. I'm, I'm you know, they see me, Dude, back in the day, man, I, I used to I used to tear it up on the dance floor, man, and I still I still, <laughs> I still do, you know. But I even like mess around, twerk, and do all this fun stuff, man. Because even before them, I was always like that, man. So even though I'm forty, yeah. I know I don't act my age, and I feel like, you know, that's what's keeping me young. That's what's keeping me, like you said, hip, you know, to these cultures. Because again, man, it's it's what you're putting out as as a person, as a human being. It's what you're putting out, man. And what you put in essentially comes out, you know? So if you're putting 100%. a great content, if you're putting a great influence, you know, you're putting in something that's actually keeping you motivated, man. I mean, again, there are no limits to what we can do, you know, especially as creators, you know? So for me to set the standard, you know, for myself, only for my kids to see, man, I know they're going to shoot past that standard, you know, because they, yep. they see a vision, a goal on creating content. You know, my daughter, one of my, one, of my, one of my daughters is an artist and she taught herself how to draw a year ago. And yeah. she um, taught herself Photoshop like in a week. And, you know, it's like, how old are you? You're 12 and you're learning all this. And, yep. you know, and so the work she's putting out, man, she's starting to learn, you know, trends. She's starting to learn, you know, t you know, types of things that interest her, you know, only to promote herself and branding, you know? So one thing I love about you and your, in your social media is that you always have a topic to talk about that, that can connect with an audience mm. every way possible. You know, especially she said, you don't see no age, you don't see none of that. You know, how important is it to connect with your audience, even if it's they're younger, older, if they don't have any idea or any clue of, you know, video production, anything like that. How, how important is it for you to connect with them to get your message across? It's, it's the only thing that matters, right? Like yeah. I think, I think, and that comes down to what I would deem as energy, right? Like I think when you, when you're on video, you can say stuff like very proper and very, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you can be an absolute goof or you can be somewhere in the middle. And I think that energy is something that's undeniable that people just connect with. Right. And I think, that also leaves the lasting impression, right? They see you, but then they also kind of feel you, right? Yeah. Whether that's through your voice or, or how you look into the camera or different things like that. And I think those subconscious levels are the things that really leave like the lasting impact and create like what I would deem as like deeper love or, or more fandom or however you want to word it. But that depth of connection is so important, right? Like I think on social media, people are so focused on width because we see it in our face. It's how many followers, the width of your audience. Yeah. But a lot of the times you don't see the depth, mm. right? And and the depth is much more like, hey, if if I have, you know, 10,000 followers in California, let's say, and I go to California, 
how many of them are going to drive to meet me if I say, hey, I'm doing a meetup at this park. Yeah, That's depth, right? And so I think that is the, the metric that you obviously can't measure it, but that's what really matters when it either comes to impact or business results or whatever you're actually trying to achieve mm-hmm. is, is the depth variable as well. Um, and so with my audience, like, honestly, I've had a lot on my plate recently, so I've been doing it less. But for the first probably like four or five months of TikTok, I don't think I missed a reply. Yeah, I, I think I replied to every single comment and I just I still try to jump in there every four or five days and like go back to my last videos and get back to as many as I can. Yeah. But that that is actually the secret sauce is like when you put out content, if you just leave it there, you're missing all the value. Because mm. when somebody comments, if you comment back with like a thoughtful response and also like even the other day, like somebody replied, um, they said something and then I replied back and then they were like, is this really you or someone on your team? Oh, wow. And then I, fo- and, but then I followed them. And then I was like, I just followed you DM me. You know what I mean? And like just doing fun stuff like that to just mess around with people and, and, you know, build real depth, real connection. Like there was a guy who asked a question, um, on my TikTok. you know, how it goes into like a question box. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to answer it like on TikTok because it was very specific. And I was just like, I don't want to spend time answering this specific question on my TikTok. Yeah. But I then went to his video because I, I couldn't talk to him. So I went to his video and I commented, hey, I just sent you a DM on Instagram. And I went to his Instagram and left him a voice note of like exactly what the answer wow. to his question is. So just trying to like go out of your way and like make sure that people know that you actually care about them. And you mm-hmm. actually appreciate them following you and taking the time to leave a comment. Um, I think. I always say it's such a massive opportunity because no one's doing it. Mm -hmm. If everyone was commenting back, then it wouldn't mean as much, but like so much, like 99% of people that get good views don't reply. Wow. And so if you're the 1%, you just almost take all that like depth. They're always going to like you more than everybody else. Mm -hmm. But, uh, well, that's setting, that's setting like a real connection. Like you said, that's, that's what we were talking about, you know, being relatable and going out your way to make sure that you appreciate because Really what drives me, especially because we just, me and my buddy started this show maybe about four months ago and probably like mid, mid to late November, we started still here and the support we've gotten has been amazing, man, especially being so young. And what we always did is make sure we comment back, DM back, follow back, show love, man. And I feel like that's kind of not, not kind of, but I just feel that's the vibe you put off, man, because again, it's connection, real connection, you know, over social media. Over social media, anybody can connect in real life, but, you know, or for the most part, almost can. But when it comes to social media, well, like you said, that, that person asks, is this really you? Is it a bot? You know, is it this or is it that, you know? And yeah. to go out your way and to say, you know, I'm going to go follow you. I'm going to go message you on Instagram, follow you just to show you that, hey, man, I got you. I appreciate your comment, you know, reciprocate the yeah. love, you know. And to me, that's that's important, man, because that's what we're starting to do here. We're not start, but that's what, what I made sure we wanted to do was reciprocate the love, you know, and yeah. always put it out. Because we can put a content out, people like, you know, share, whatever, you know. But when you go out your way to make it about them, you know, that's how I feel you know, we can grow, you know, content creators, podcasters, you know, because one thing I love about what you said, you're, you know, you're setting the groundwork, you're setting the foundation, you know, for, for the next project, like you said, starting a podcast or doing something, because what you're setting up is experience, you know, and Mm -hmm. one thing I do, I I'll say the one thing I hate, especially on social media is the redundancy of motivation, the redundancy of Mm -hmm. if you do this or you do this, but like you haven't experienced it. 
you're just repeating what the last guy said, but different in your own way. And you can tell by I me, mean, me, I can read people. I can read eyes. I can read face is, you know, facial expressions. And it's like, man, you haven't experienced shit in your life. You know, who are you to mm-hmm. tell me this? You know? And so one thing I love about 100%. what one thing I love about what you said was, is that I'm doing the groundwork before I start a podcast before, cause I want some that mm-hmm. I've experienced to actually talk about real experiences. So I can talk to real people that are in that situation or coming yeah. from, or wa- about to walk into it to say, this is what I did. And it gives a relatable, mm-hmm. you know, gives it a relatable experience, you know? And that's what, that's the vibe I get from you. Cause overall, we're talking about your website, your business, your organizations and your experiences, man. It's for being so young, man. I admire that. I look, I look to that, you know, I appreciate so, that. you know, so let's kind of get into your, um, you know, just your mindset as far as like your, like you said, you take out three topics of this, 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 and this, you know, you know, how do you find yourself to where you can see, you know what I'm thinking about a particular group of people, business owners, content creators, you know, this is specifically for them. Do you have like people's interests at heart to say, you know, what? I know, I hope, cause I don't know. I mean, what I'm trying to figure out is, you know, cause you cre- again, like I said, you create great content, man. Is it just something to put out or is it just something like, no, this is intentionally to motivate, you know, somebody because I've been through it or I've experienced it. You know, is that something you think about or you don't, or you, you don't know you do, you know, if that makes yeah, sense. It's, it's funny. Like literally all I do is while I live my life, if, if something that I think in either the marketing world or a personal conversation or anything is impactful to me, I just put it in my list. And then when it comes to shoot day, I just make a video on it. Mm. So it's, it's intentional because I put it on the list because I was like, oh, that's good but it's also no longer thought past that. It's not like, okay, I'm really trying to impact this group right here. And and this will be the one. And like, I think for me, like, I just have, I just know that I'm going to put out so much across my life that what I'm trying to say will get there. Mm -hmm. Right. If I'm trying to say these four macro points, I'm going to put out a thousand pieces on this angle and a thousand pieces on this over my life. And so I'm not concerned about this one video really doing it i'm more just like hey we're gonna shoot it like most of my videos it's funny i've been telling the team like i want to set up another camera that shows how quickly we shoot our videos Mm. so maybe maybe a 30 second video um on my tiktok we'll shoot it in 60 seconds and that's just because i may pause in between a couple sentences i may mess up a word and and re-say a sentence but like we we shoot our videos extremely quick um we did a shoot for the new company on monday and we shot 30 TikToks in 2.5 hours. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of them are just like within a minute to two minutes, we shoot it and then we'll set up somewhere else, set up somewhere else. Yeah. And it's just because like, it's, it's thought out, like I said, in the sense of like, okay, this is a, this is something I want to say, but past that, I'm just like, it'll do what it's going to do. Yeah. So yeah, it's very intentional, man. And I, I like that dude, because <clears throat> excuse me, when it comes to like this show, man, still here podcast, it, you know, I want to be intentional, man, and we want to be um, something relatable, you know, so I, I like how you take the time for that, you know, because one thing I want to start doing, this is where I feel like I, I'm not really disciplined in is is taking a few hours out of the day to shoot content, to shoot something, to mm. have something to post, you know, yep. and so how important it is to, it, like, is it to have post on Instagram reels and, you know, real and reels on TikTok, man, is it like... 
is it crazy important to be consistent? Are the algorithms true? Are the algorithms what they say people say, you know, you know, cause is, is consistency a key or is it like if you put out a hitter, like a banger video, you know, you're good. I mean, maybe explain the consistency of that and the algorithm of Instagram and yeah. TikTok. It's funny. Like I've seen every single case happen. You know, I've seen people that are very consistent, have success. I've seen people that go off the grid for six months, come back and their next video does very well. And so for me, I almost just succumb to the algorithm where it's like the algorithm is going to do what the algorithm is going to do. Uh-huh. I focus on what I can control. Yeah. And once again, I, I focus on like, I almost think of what I put out as my life's work, right? Like, yeah. do I want this piece of content in my body of work? So it's more, it's much more like an artist putting together um, an album. It's like, okay, I want these songs on the album, even though I know these two are the hits and they're going to drive the ticket sales and they're going to do everything. I need this in the world. I want to put this out to the world. And so for me, it's, it's much more of like, okay, I understand that we want to keep it high level on TikTok. I understand that we don't want to have any, you know, spaces for air in the TikToks. They want to be very punchy. I understand we want to change the camera angles quickly to hold attention. Um, but I'm not going to like, like, for instance, I always say like, if I want a million views, I'll just, we'll go to the highway and I'll just run out into traffic and try to yeah. dodge some cars. That, that'll that go viral. That'll <laughs> yeah. go super viral. It's not hard. My brother just got a puppy. I'll go to his house and film the puppy. Like yeah. it's not hard to get views. Anyone can get views. But do the, if I do any of those two actions, are they going to drive my business? Are they going to impact humans on such a level that if I show up to a city, they'll come to get an autograph? Like yeah. this is like the kind of the deeper level strategy work that a lot of people fail to, to care about just because those metrics are in front and center. Mm-hmm. They just see views. They just see likes. They just see follow count. Like, and that's all they focus on, but they haven't planned past that. Mm. And so um, I forget what the question is, but. No, I think you're um, right on it. Cause we're talking <laughs> about like the algorithm, the importance of being consistent, you know, and, or finally mm, finding yeah, yeah. content, you know, uh, cause I, I do that too, man. I get lost in my, when I'm talking about like, what are we talking about? You know? Um, cause I feel like I can get yeah. all over the place, man. But you're right, man, because it's, again, it's easy to do that. One of the things I can't, because I deleted TikTok for a while, man, because I got irritated yeah. and annoyed about the, all the oh no's and all the stupid, you know, viral, <laughs> the, the, the kid dancing in the mirror and everyone's just doing that. And yeah. I, I can't stand that. And so what I find myself doing is blocking all that. I block all those chicks with the, with their titties hanging out and, you know, all this stuff's just we're so inundated with all that crap, man. And I wanted like to fall on a, on a profile like yours, man, it's, it's encouraging, man. That's all I want. The algorithm to show is creativity, mm. photographs and stuff that I like that I'm interested in. You know, again, it's easy to, to do something dumb. Like you said, go out in the middle of the street or, you know, start a Corgi, you know, page. And cause I'm, I want to get a Corgi, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm almost going to be guilty. Of, I'm going to, I'm going to be a hypocrite and start a Corgi page, but I don't know. It's yeah. easy to do that. But, but, but for a Corgi page, that's the goal, right? Yeah. I'm talking more like my own, you know, business. The Corgi is not going to mm. drive my marketing agency. Yeah. And so for you, if you want to drive the podcast, you might have a separate page for that. But if you want to drive the Corgi business, right, and then get brand spot sponsorships and do all this fun stuff to monetize it, like, that's awesome. Yeah. It's just like, that's all I'm saying is like, you have to understand like where it's leading. Yeah, you're right. You know, because one thing, again, one to get back to what I was saying, man, get on my soapbox is I can't stand, <laughs> I really can't stand that. You know, I mean, 
we're, we're men, you know, we check out those hot chicks that have the big boobs, but after a while it's like, it's the same. It's the same. You're scrolling. It's the same. That's why I find yeah. myself blocking them, man. And I'm really honest about like what men deal with. And you know, that's what we talk about here on the show. And even my wife's right here listening. She's like, you do what, yeah. you know? And so, <laughs> but we're real honest about that, man. And that's where I feel like uh-huh. the, 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 I guess the, I don't want to say darker side, but the other side of the coin of TikTok is all that. But on the other side is like, you could actually use it for a great tool, you know, something that you could benefit your business. Like I come from the news world, the news industry where you had to buy ads on TV, but no one's watching TV no more. No one's watching news no more. You can get all that from your phone and the direction yeah. is like, why are we jump, not jumping on that boat? And it seems like for yeah. the internet, social media to be out this long, we're still the new station. All these older people are still stuck in that stone age world, which is literally man. Facebook came out when I was 26, 28 or something like that, man. Social media. Yeah. It was weird. Internet. I saw internet come out in my generation. I was born in 1981, bro. And it's, yeah. it's crazy to see where I was in the generation, the world before in internet, social media. It's like, what in the hell did we do before then? And so now now that we're in it, now that we're still seeing, I, I still believe we're in its in, not infants, but like teenage, you know, stages of it. Because again, it's so easy to go do something dumb. It's so easy to start something, you know, whatever. But one thing I want to use social media, especially TikTok, Instagram reels, because really that's where it's at. You know, Facebook is really for a lot of old folks. You know, a lot of old folks just share the weird pixelated memes or whatever. Because <laughs> my dad does that stuff too, man. You know, but to really, I, it's so funny because I, I don't know where, like, I don't see where Facebook's growing and stuff. Maybe I'm missing it too, you know, but yeah. I feel like for our next question, our next topic, man, what happened to your Instagram account <laughs> the first time, <laughs> you know, speaking of, because I remember you said you lost it and then now, you, can, you know, yeah, you started bro. a new one. What happened? It's so brutal. Like literally one day I, um, I just log on and the screen just goes white. Wow. And it just says you've been you've been deactivated or you've been disabled. And I'd seen this like like I've been in the ad industry, like I said, since 2017. So I was uh-huh. like, OK, like accounts get disabled. It happens. Um, and every time I've reached out to support for like um, an ad account specifically, so not yeah. like a page, but like an ad account, um, we've always been able to resolve it, you know, for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll just go through that process. And literally, like I filled out every single form. A million times I had like the expert guys that I know in the space telling me, oh yeah, fill out this form. I'll talk to my guy at Facebook. And like, I did everything. And it got to the point where literally Instagram sent me emails. um, And I I don't remember the exact quote, but it was, it was something along the lines of like, Hey, um, COVID has us so short staffed. We cannot get around to this matter right now. We're very sorry. And just essentially like after two and a half months of trying, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have to build a new Instagram. Weirdly excited about it too, because this is, this is the thing that I've realized is like my old Instagram, I had it in high school. And so yeah, I have t- tons of people that I follow that followed me and all that stuff from high school. And like, as much as you mm. want to evolve out of that, you know, I'm man enough to admit, like, I always would be like, yeah, I don't want to annoy them. I don't want to put out tons of marketing stuff. They just know me as like the guy that was in high school, you know, yeah. they don't care about my marketing stuff. But now that I lost it, I'm so much like, okay, this is a brand new channel. I, like I can that, reinvent myself however I want. Um, and so now I'm coming at it much more strategically. We're do- The interesting part about starting a new account too, at least for me, is that I'm much more open to just 
having it suck because I want to learn. Mm. And so we're starting to post um, reels twice a day on my account. And one thing I'm noticing, at least on my account, is every time we post it to the grid, it shows to my followers and gets no views because I only have uh, about 400 followers now. Yeah. But if we post it um, not to the grid, um, maybe 75% of the time it does well. Like it'll get like 2,000 to 4,000 views. And yeah. now, like I said, I only have 400 followers. And so that's something that we're like, okay. And I told my guy right before this call, I was like, okay, we're going to keep posting till Sunday and see if this trend continues. Cause we do one off grid, one on grid. Yeah. Um, And if this trend continues now, I know you don't post reels on your grid. If this continues, right. We're going to start messing with hashtags a bit more. And the cool thing about doing this experiment on myself is this also becomes insights I can use in my business for my clients. Yeah. Okay. You don't post reels here. You do this here. Um, and then even with the, the certificate page, now that we're starting to post on Monday, we're going to be posting four times a day. We're going to be changing up stylistically some th- stuff that I haven't done, trying some other stuff. Yeah. Once again, more data to understand like better for clients. Um, but yeah, no lost the Instagram. It sucked. But at the end of the day, like I said, like, I just try to look at everything as like, there's a book called the obstacle is the way. And it's literally just looking at obstacles in your life and seeing them as opportunities. Mm. So I try to look at my losing my Instagram as an opportunity to reinvent myself even better than before. And then one thing that's very interesting is I always say, if you're a content creator, you have an excuse to be really happy because outside of a couple horrendous things that could happen in your life, everything else is a content opportunity. Yeah. I lose my Instagram. I can't wait one of these days for some to be on stage and somebody asks a question and for me to be like, Oh, well, let me tell you what happened when I lost my whole Instagram and my business went to zero overnight and how I rebuilt myself. And now it becomes leverage to inspire. Mm. And so you, you can, you can have a perspective change on things. And then all of a sudden now I'm fired up. I lost it. I'm like, what a great opportunity. So many people don't have this. Like you just start to trick yourself and storytell to yourself in a different way. That is so dope. You're right. Because one thing I, I, my, me and my wife, it was so funny. We were talking about me and my wife were talking about this because she has started her own little Instagram and she didn't want to tell nobody about it. She wanted to build it organically, <laughs> you know, and it's something like the simple life. At, was it called Simple Life at Home or something like that? Because we've been married. This May would be 17 years. She's been a stay-at-home mom. Amazing. We've, homesch- we've homeschooled our kids, man. And yeah. so she's been wanting to document that. And a lot of people before COVID were asking her about homeschooling, what to do, how to do it. Because, you know, it's it's kind of a thing. You know, so when COVID hit, everyone uh-huh. was doing it. They were forced to do it. And so she, she thought the idea to do her own. But you're right, because a friend of mine is starting – uh, his own Instagram, a different one from zero, but he's like, I'm not telling. He told me about it, but he said that he don't want none of his family members on and nobody know, but he wants to build it organically, man. And I feel like you said, when I had saw that, you know, I thought, man, this actually, cause my mind thought you have a good opportunity to start over, you know, to actually know and be intentional with it. Like you said, you had old friends from high school, people that just know you as Hayden, you know, but not businessman, social media content creator now. And it's like, you don't want to just inundate people with just people like, you know, it's like, I'm just annoying them, but you want to actually reach people that actually want to see that content, you know, and that's the vibe yeah. I get, you know? And so I like that because you fired me up. Cause I get real like, mm, you know, because you said there's going to be a day. I like how you think there's going to be a day where I'm going to be on the stage. You already like, you're speaking it, you know, there's going to be a day where I'll be like, I remember I started over. And that was the mm-hmm. best thing that happened to me, man, because it gave me a new fresh start. 
And what I did for my social, I deleted all my old pictures that I just, all my stuff, yeah. all my content um, on my Instagram the other day. And I posted a picture today and it's just starting over. I really want to start over, man. And this was actual personal one too, like yours. And I'm actually thinking about starting over, you know, because huh. I, I, I really want that challenge to grow. I really want to connect with people that actually want to see and like my work and, and connect with those that just, you know, do the same things we do. And I don't yeah. want, I don't want, you know, you know, you have a thousand plus followers. You only get 30, 40 likes. It's like, come on, you know, like then don't yeah. follow me. <laughs> you know, I'm that guy, <laughs> you know? And so again, I'm not looking for the likes or, but you know, I, I'm the guy that's always going to support people. I, all my friends, their pictures, you know, them eating their bowl of menudo or pho, whatever. I'll like the picture, you know, business guys, people that yeah. post anything. I'll like it to show support. I'm that guy. And, you know, so one thing I like about what you said, hey, I'm starting over, you know, using the obstacle as an opportunity, you know. Yeah. And, and that's all That's all I see. That's really kind of, I don't know if you know a little bit about me, man, but I had I had gotten COVID back in uh, August. And it was, yeah. it was double pneumonia and, and it tore wow. my lungs up, man. And I, it, it, it wow. literally took my life. And then when I recovered, I was released a week and a half later, I went back to the hospital with bacterial pneumonia, double pneumonia, you know, so back to back, my lungs were annihilated and doctors were telling me, it's like, I don't know how the hell you're still alive, man. And you know, like one of my doctors, like, how the fuck are you still alive? He told me that, he said, but he was laughing wow. and I'm like all oxygened up, man. And <clears throat> I had a lot of downtime to think about starting over, man, because everything that I thought was important, wasn't everything that I thought what I needed wasn't all I wanted was to be home with my family and my kids and not ignore them because I'm hustling and grinding and doing my thing, you know, and now that I was home, I couldn't walk from my bedroom to my living room because my, my, my body was shot. I lost like 55 pounds, all my muscle mass. I, I lost everything wow. a part of me. I couldn't take showers. I couldn't eat. I didn't eat for three months. Um, and so I had a lot of starting over to do, you know, the reset yeah. button happened on my life and I had a new opportunity to start over and I'm using that now to, to start over, you know, especially being right by my family, my wife, my kids, you know, my business, this, this new show we're doing and really being intentional with business decisions. Cause when I was, I started my business five, six years ago and it was kind of prolonged thing, man. I was always afraid to go out and do something, man, because I just thought, I don't know yeah. if I'm good enough, but when I finally started the ball rolling, man, I, w I had 15, 20, 30 clients you know, social yeah. media agency. And it's like, I got tired of all the trends. I got tired of doing what everyone was doing. And I found yeah. something for me. And when I finally found it, it was taken away, you know, and then when, huh. when COVID happened and all that. So after the fact, now that I'm going back, because what I'm hearing from you, like you said, you lost your social media and you're starting over. That's the first thing that came to my mind was starting over. And, you know, now that I'm starting over personally with my social media and this new show and my business, you know, I'm yeah. really intentional on what I do and who I have in my life, especially when it comes to business, when I'm getting paid, man, because I don't care about money, man. It's easy for me to make money. It's easy for me to go mm -hmm. get 20, 30 more clients, man. But I want to be intentional. I want I want to be purposeful with every decision now, man, because I'm 40 years old, you know, and I, I want to be around for my kids and, you know, make memories, great memories. And so 
I just yeah. think talking to you, you being so young, man, 26 years old, you know, I, I have these, like, these mindsets. I mean, I wish I was 26 right now with this, you know, but to hear yeah. you have that mindset, dude, it's, it's encouraging, man. It gives me a lot of, you know, just gives me a lot of encouragement to know that there are young people out there, man, young folk that are just killing it like you, bro. And I love what you're doing with your business, your content. I've looked at your website. You have a dope website, man. I'm like, I really appreciate that. I've done a lot of, you know, looking into what you're doing, man. And, you know, to kind of like ask you to kind of go into the next part of this, where do you see yourself like in five, 10 years, your business, you, yourself, your social media, your content, you gave a little inkage of like, you know, yeah. someday I'm going to be on a stage speaking about this. You know, you see yourself Absolutely. as a speaker, you know, where do you see yourself yeah. in five, 10 years? I think, I don't know where I see myself. And I don't know if it's because I just don't think that far or mm-hmm. it's because I understand the world's going to be so different, Yeah. but I definitely see building some businesses, um, then evolving out of that to just much more of like a personal brand. And that's how I monetize. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I live as well. So speaking, you know, being in like a movie or being in a show and writing a book and just doing whatever I can do to kind of spread what I've learned from living regular life, but also building companies um, to help other people because that's where I find the most fulfillment. It's funny, like helping other people is really what fulfills me. And that's the reason I love running the paid ads agency is because when you run paid ads, you can see on the back end the value you're driving. It's not like if you're doing just social media management and it's unclear how many people came from your social media and actually did the business action that you're trying to drive for the company. I love paid ads because I could go into a meeting and be like, Hey, look, we, we spent this, this was your total cost. This is what it drove. This is where the future is looking. And I really feel great yeah. because I'm like, look, I'm helping these people. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that same purpose is going to manifest in a million different directions over my life, but I'm kind of always trying to be in the moment. Like right now, I just love building the TikTok. I'm interested to see how this certificate program works. We put in so much time on it. So I have a feeling it could do very well up front, but if it doesn't, that's going to mean that I have to put a lot more time in, tweak with it some more. So it's tough for me to figure out where I'm going to go because a lot of things are unclear of how they're going to work out. So yeah. I don't, it, it, you know, if the certificate pops off, then I might just shut down the agency, go all in there. Yeah. But if it doesn't, then I might go all in on the agency and pull people from that project over. And like, so I'm very much like, I understand my higher purpose is really just to help people. Um, and that's where I find fulfillment. I think that's a blessing, right? Like giving to others is what gives to me Mm. a truly. Um, but I, I, I don't have full clarity on like, Oh yeah, I'll be living in this house, driving this car, working at this place. Like I know some people have that right now, but for me, I'm, I I kind of like to discover it as I go. Mm. I'm very intuitive. So I think when I feel it, I'll know when to make the move. And even with TikTok, like that, that was something that I was, intuitively just was like, you know what, let's go all in on TikTok. And luckily when Instagram shut down, I had enough of a TikTok following to help me like yeah. continue growing my business. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, I, I don't know exactly where I'm going to be, but I, I know the purpose is definitely to help as many people as possible. Well, I definitely just you saying that I can, I can have at least a, a vision of where you're, you're going to be, what you're going to do. Cause I think you're doing it now. You know, I think you're already walking in it, you know, and as you, as you get, you know, as we get closer, as we get older, you know, I feel like it's just only going to get better, better and better, you know? And so I think walking in, I think walking in it now is only proof of where you're going to be because we're doing it now. And that's kind of how, you know, that's kind of like a trick question I like to ask people, 
you know, because it, it's mm. either it's either something they see. Oh, I see myself married, have big house, big cars, big this, big. And it's like, okay, well, you missed the question. You know, there's much, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, and you you answered it, you know, exactly what the way I would have answered if I was your age. You know, if I knew what I knew and I was your age, I would I would be in that same boat, man. You know, so yeah. again, being forty, I have. You know, I have no regrets, man. I have nothing that I've didn't do or didn't say or didn't act upon. You know, I've learned to let that go, man, because I see myself walking in it now, you know, and, and uh-huh. it's, it's only going to show to prove that my kids, as they are older, as they're getting older, they're finding their niche, they're finding their creativity, theirs, not mine, you know, yeah. not, not their mom's, but theirs. And so all we do is facilitate what, yeah. They want to do. And so, and it's so funny seeing that they're doing this, you know, they're actually wanting to do what we do. They're actually wanting to be a part of what we're doing, man. So essentially we have this family business, you know, so they know their future. They know what they want. So all they're doing is they're trying to be ready for the next thing, for the next thing, you know, teach yeah. train here, here, you know, and here, you know, so how they speak yeah. is how they live, man. How they live is how they're speaking. And so, mm-hmm. so to, for someone like you to be your age, dude, I love that. You know, I, I want to just keep bringing up age. Cause I'm so, I'm so, cause I come from the background back in the day, man. I used to be a youth, I used to be a youth pastor. I, I used to connect with a lot of wow, students, man. That. And, you know, I fell off, you know, according to terms, you know, backsliding, whatever, all that stuff, man. But I found a better way to connect with people, man. And it's intentional. It's, it's relational. It's, it's up close and personal outside of walls. And, and I think that's kind of where my business has grown. That's where I feel like the podcast we have is starting to grow, man, because we're connecting intentional, purposeful and in person and on a relatable level. You know, it's not just something to put out for content sake for trending sakes, you know? And so I, I don't know, man, just that's the vibe I'm getting from you. I love so far what you are doing, man. I love everything about you, bro. And, you know, again, never met you in my life. I took a chance and DM'd you, took you up on your word. And I appreciate you know, it. How many podcasts? Dead. Yeah. Well, I'm glad the same here. How many podcasts have you been on since you've made that video and that goal? So, so I'll, I'll explain the whole, the whole reason I made the video yeah. too is because with the, the new company, I have to put so much of my time from a content standpoint. Like I'm really the marketing driving force of that. And so I'm like, okay, personal brand, I still have to maintain it. And so I was like, okay, what's one of the simplest ways to maintain it? If I get to go on podcasts, because then I show up, we shoot the content and then we have the content for the personal brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I can focus on the other company. And so I put out that video to then try to get um, podcasts. And so what we're doing is every single Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m., we're having a podcast and we're filming it and that'll be our content, right? Nice. And so this is the first podcast I've done, but I've lined up the next eight weeks to Mm. to already have a podcast for every single week. And this leads me to my point. One of my favorite things that I've realized is I, I like to say TikTok is a magic genie. And because what you ask the app, you'll get. And so this is the, this is the third time I've used the magic genie thing. The first time I wanted to get clinics as clients for my agency, I was like, let me just throw that out there. See what happens. I got two of them. The second one was I wanted to hire someone um, for Google ads and Google tag manager. So I literally just told TikTok, Hey, I need someone who knows Google ads, Google tag manager guy comes right into my inbox done. Then I'm like, okay, I need podcasts. Hey, TikTok, I want podcasts. Boom. All, all the time I'm getting uh, inquiries for podcasts. And so this is why this app is so special because it's discoverability at scale. Like Mm. there's never, as far as I know, there's never really been an app where it's discoverability at scale because it's always about who you follow. 
Yeah. Right. That's the way to get more attention is to get more followers. TikTok doesn't care about followers. That's the negative side is that when you get followers, they don't really matter because uh-huh. you can still get 3 million views or five views. The app doesn't care, mm. but it's, it's beautiful because it, it creates an even playing field and it's consumer centric because what do consumers care about? They want good content. They don't necessarily care who's delivering it. If, if their favorite YouTuber is delivering it, but the video sucks, yeah. they don't care. They just want to go to the app and have a good experience. And then if you look at the numbers of all the apps against each other, looking at TikTok's growth, it's now like the, like, I don't know if YouTube's still beating it or if they just surpassed YouTube, but it may be the number one app in the world from monthly hours on it. Wow. And so when you look at all that data, it just proves out the model of TikTok is what the consumers prefer. And that's why Instagram, um, you know, came out with reels and is going to make reels very prominent when they, they're going to build out three feeds and the home feed is going to be a dynamic feed based on your interests. It's basically going to shift to a TikTok like model. Um, but I say all that to say it's as, as a paid ads agency owner, it's now the first time that I'm looking at organic and being like, huh, it's almost an equal driver to ads now Mm -hmm. before ads just drove sales and organic was almost like the landing page before the landing page. Yeah. But now Organic is just as much of a driver of sales, if not more, if you can be really smart and strategic with your content. And what we're doing now is actually, okay, how do we push out tons of content organically and then take the best performers organically and just use them as ads? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, dude, that's a lot. I mean, you're right. Cause I like what you said. Um, TikTok's like that genie you ask and you shall yeah. receive, you know, and here we are, you know, if I'm the first one, then boom, baby, you know, I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm honored, man. And again, that's where I feel like I wanted to talk to you, man. Again, taking you up on that. Cause this is only giving me another really, man, another vision, another fire. I mean, just really uh, just fanning the flame to go and actually start doing that because I am old school too, man. I, I, before I was like, Oh, likes, follows, you know, all this interaction, but now I'm getting away from that. Now it's like, I want to actually utilize what you just said that you did. I asked for this. I got to ask for this. I got to ask for this. And now look, here we are, you know? And so again, it's, it's not so much what, uh, how do I say? It's not so much what I can do for myself to put out on TikTok, but now it's actually what can the app do for me? You know, what can we, how can we utilize that tool now? Because again, it's like, it's always, Hey, post, 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 you know, yep. and you know, but now it's like, now let me ask you what I can get from it, you know? And uh-huh. that's another, I feel like that's another Avenue. A lot of people aren't cause you saying that I, I've never heard anybody say that I've never heard any content creator. Cause I follow a lot of people and to be very specific on asking, it's like, and to actually get something out of it, you're now, I know this is another thing we can grow from, man. You know, it's something we 100%. Can start utilizing and stuff. So I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know if you have time or if you got to go a few things, but is there anything that you feel like you want to talk about, cover, promote, you know, something we may have missed or a topic that you want to get on, man, um, before anything? It was funny. What We were talking a lot about age on this on this podcast. And one thing I couldn't help but continue to think is like, we're so blessed to have the internet from an information standpoint. Like yeah. back, you know, you know how they say like, you basically are your DNA and your environment. Yeah. Well, before the internet, you obviously had the TV, but that was almost still a curated environment. Now you have access to create environment. And I think one of the things that's helped me be successful is that I put my headphones in and I create my world. I create the world that I live in. And also then COVID on top of it, like forcing me to be indoors even more and just live in that world even more. Yeah. Um, I'm able to, 
you know, have a mind that becomes expanded and have constant motivation every day. And, and if I need to have more of a calm vibe, put in like deep uh, focus music or whatever I want, I can literally create the world I live in. And it's yeah. such a blessing. And I think a lot of people my age and around my age don't realize it because it's pretty much been with us our whole life. Yeah. We don't understand that like our parents really went to the library and had to find a book and had to like find the page yeah. just to get one piece of information. Whereas now I could just go like, Hey Siri, X, Y, Z. Right. Yeah. And it's done. And when you have that level of like information that, that is accessible to you and also that level of environmental control to a certain extent, yeah. you can do so much more damage um, than was, than, you know, previous generations could. Yeah. And that's why I think like, it's just, it's like, the, the 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 kids that are 10 years younger than me when they're my age and i see them i'm gonna think i'm gonna be like man like you're way smarter than i was at yeah. my age just because this is only gonna speed up right yeah um and so i say all that to say like i think a lot of the times we're, we're led to believe that like the internet is so bad and social media is so bad but like look what we're doing right now like mm. I, we would have never been able to have an interaction and, and most, most likely if it wasn't for the internet, right. Yeah, if us. it wasn't for me putting out the video, you taking action, us booking a time and then having the actual technology to be able to see each other, talk to each other, your setup, just like 10, 15 years ago would have been like a million dollars. Yeah. It wouldn't have been possible, mm -hmm. you know, for that, for the regular person. And so what we have right now is such a blessing, mm -hmm. such a blessing. And I try to remind myself that every day, because I think, it's constant like propaganda to a certain extent of like internet's bad, social media is yeah. bad because truthfully, you know, not to get too political, but I think, you know, the government's not a huge fan of social media. Yeah, the government's not a huge fan of, they can't control it. Like they could the radio, newspaper, yeah. television. It's, you know, think about what's happening in Ukraine right now. Like yeah. we would have only been able to see what the television told us. Yeah, We wouldn't have been able to see the people on the ground posting it on TikTok and giving us, you know, the, the more, uh, I won't say true necessarily, but just the more wide spectrum of uh, opinions. Right. Yeah. And so once again, I think the internet and social media is so beautiful on so many levels. And I want to get that message across because I think we're so used to hearing the opposite. Yeah. Dude, I love that. You're so right, man. Because again, before, again, I come, dude, it's so weird to say this, but I'm in a generation before internet and like, yep. cause I remember going to a damn library, looking up the card, <laughs> dude, I know all that stuff, man. And when I, when I first yeah. saw my first computer, my stepmom brought home, I was like, what is that? You know? And it was a trip. It was a Dell, the old school Dell computers, man. And they had all the color coordinated, how to plug it in. And she got on the internet and I heard that first noise. It was just, you know, it was just the link up was weird, man. And the tool that this is, you know, cause I was, I grew up the same way. Like, you, you know, not well, like, well, that, with that, the bad taste in her mouth, the internet's bad, the internet's this, but in, it can be so powerful. Like, like, again, I had shot like a, a podcast the other day and, but how the phone, you know, a lot of people want to use a phone for their gain. A lot of people want to use it to record a fight or record an argument, record it, put it out, man, you know, or flip it around and be selfie and be selfish. And then, you know, to me, it's like, if you don't know how to use that tool, man, that's all it's ever going to be is what that, that stigma is, you know, until you flip it and you flip the script on it and like what we're doing and bring a positive light to it, man. I feel like that uh -huh. that's a win, man. And again, our followers and other people sharing and liking this, man, is what's going to 
only perpetuate what we feel this can be and to keep putting that out, man. And because everything's so fast, internet so fast. We like you said, we can see what's going on in re- Ukraine. Was it Vietnam War? You know, they they were shooting stuff, and they were you know sending it across and all this. It's like it take three four weeks for us to see what's going on, and that part of that war is already done. You know, we can see anything in an instant. You know, like boom now. You know, so seen on TikTok live. Yeah, that's insane. Like, it's- it's crazy. I know we were talking, me and my wife were talking about the same thing on like our setup here and how, you know, again, I didn't have none of this five years ago. I didn't have none of this two years ago, you know, but it took a mindset to really say, you know, I really want to be somewhere. I really want to get into production and events and promotion and I need to invest, man. But again, I come from the news world. I've seen, you know, the two, $300,000 setup, the system, everything as far as camera gear, and then on a multi-million dollar setup, it's like, how is this possible for an average dude like me, you know, but then black magic comes out with their a 10 mini pro. And then it's like, oh, that's only like 500 bucks. Shoot. I can do that. And then we start investing and then we start putting out content, man. And we start promoting, you know, so the, all this man is at really, we limit ourselves, you know? And so as much as what we're doing, I believe like guys like me and you entrepreneurs, like me and you, man, um, yeah. we don't put limits on ourselves because all we know is an opportunity. You know, and we want the opportunity, you know, and we, so, we've never, the way I'd sum it up is we've never been more enabled. Yeah. Like we can, we, it's it, like, sure. One of these days it may be even easier, but at this current moment, it's never been easier. Mm, I like and that. I just like to always remind myself, you know what I mean? Like I, if we went back decades, like it's not easier to, to build your dream. It's not. Yeah. It's not, but here there's no excuse, you know, cause again, with the advent of YouTube, Anybody and everyone yeah. can learn a trade. Anybody can go start something. Anybody can do something. Anybody can go on TikTok and find Hayden Cashin and learn some good stuff. <laughs> you know, again, there's no excuse, man. Again, it depends on the person, the individual, that how bad they want it and, you know, when they want it. You know, I never want to be a guy that says, oh, you got to motivate. You got to achieve before you as bad as you want to breathe. No, man, just find your time, bro. I got you. I'll support you in the meantime, you know, and if it's not for you, it's not for you, you know. But, 100%. but there's no excuse, you know, so we can't blame others. We can just only blame ourselves for not taking advantage of this inter- the internet and, you know, what's out there, you know. And let me ask you this, man, because I know you're probably getting up on time. You know, do you feel like sometimes that all the information you're saying, because it's important. It's very like, dude, it's very money making information. Do you feel like sometimes you're giving out too much free information? You know, no, no, because. Because the truth is, it's so funny. Like, this is why I never wanted to make a course where it was just like, I make a course like that are pre-recorded, go watch it, yeah. pay me the money, but go watch it. Because I understand that there's so much more to it than knowing the information, mm. right? If we, if everybody could be completely financially literate, all the information is on the internet, Yeah, all the information is on the internet. Um, but 99.9% aren't. Yeah. And it's because there, there's a, there has to be a seed inside of you of like motivation to become. And so I can tell you like, you know, the, the real truth is if, if you want to accomplish anything in life right now, to the most part, 99% of things in life are accomplishable about putting out TikToks at volume, like four to eight a day, if you really want to go there. Yeah. But 
how many people are actually going to put out eight TikToks a day? I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? It takes a certain level of like, I'm so, you know, want this so, so, so bad. Um, And then also talent, right? Like you have to be able to produce a TikTok that does well. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to answer to all those comments. You have to be able to build the funnels on the back end. You have to be able to know how to just write all the copy in those funnels. You have to actually know how to structure a team that makes financial sense at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. Like there's so much to it that just by telling you, hey, put out eight TikToks a day, use these three hooks. Like that's the fucking, that's the 0.01% of information. Like it's, it's almost like an iceberg, right? That's the tip. There's the whole thing's like, and so for me, it's like, I understand 98% of people just won't even be motivated to make the move. Yeah. Um, And then the 2% that are, there's so much more to it. Um, And then actually the truth is, is the world's abundant. Like for my agency to be viable, we don't need like, thousands and thousands and thousands of clients. Like you just need a handful of clients and you're making a beautiful living. And so I'm never worried that someone's gonna, or or enough people are gonna, you know, take all my business away. I think there's enough for everyone. And especially the thing about the world is it's moving to a place of more businesses by like number standpoint, right? It's moving to a place of less big businesses and tons of small businesses that are Mm -hmm. very specific, right? Walmart isn't going to be killed by another company, a singular company. Yeah. But for instance, their chair department is going to be killed by a thousand Shopify stores that each specialize in a specific type of chair. Yeah. They're all going to take a small piece of Walmart's market share that then you do that across all categories Mm. that that's how Walmart's going to be in trouble. You know what I mean? And so I think once again, that just creates so many more businesses to service. Man, dude, you're a poor region right now. I'm about to take an offering, <laughs> take an offering for you right now, dude. You're on fire, bro. Dude, that, having fun, <laughs> dude. That's awesome because you're you're right. Because again, I have I've come from this. Well, and this is more of a personal experience that, <clears throat> excuse me, that I have is, you know, and it, again, this is all personal, man. It's not like a business thing, man. But I, the way my business has started the podcast, my production has grown, man. A lot of people hit me up like, Hey, I want to pick your brain. I want to pick your brain. It's like, <laughs> it's like bro, yeah. you haven't talked to me five, 10 years, man. All of a sudden you're interested in what I'm doing. You know, it's like, I stopped yeah. giving out free information. I started charging for consulting, you know, but again, at, at some point I, I told my wife the other day, I was like, you know, I'm not worried about people doing what I'm doing. I'm not worried about people wanting to pick my brain because at the end of the day, like you said, it's like, you know, or like really how I believe too, is like, if it depends on the person behind all that, man, you know, cause anybody yeah. can replicate it. Anybody can, you know, it's like, I saw this quote from, from someone It's like, Hey, you can replace me with somebody and anybody, but can they yeah. do the job like me? Probably not, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and I think that's what sets a lot of brands and people apart that, you know, anything and everyone's replaceable, man, but who you are as a person is what sets it up. You know, it's brand, right? Brand. It's exactly right. I, I say all the time, there's a million agencies that do great paid ads, Yeah. right? But when you work with me, you get hate in the human, mm. right? And that, and that doesn't mean from an intellectual standpoint, that just means like when we're in a meeting, you get my energy, Yeah. right? And so if you like that, or if you don't like that, that can be the differentiator, mm. right? I always say even to just regular companies, like, okay, your product has to be 10 out of 10 non-negotiable, mm-hmm. like done. If your product's not 10 out of 10, you're already in trouble mm-hmm. before you even started marketing. But assuming it's 10 out of 10, you're now in a category of like 5% of businesses in that space that all have 10 out of 10 products. What's going to make you different? And that's what you need to play on in your advertising, mm-hmm. right? 
is okay are, are you like this type of vibe you know are you more of like the surfer vibe company and then on your website like it's very like chilled out and yeah. like that's that's the energy that you go for and all of a sudden like you're 10 out of 10 like you know i don't know bottle of water or whatever it's built for people that want that cool calm life like that's the brand you build yeah. around it and that's how you actually compete with all the other 10 out of 10 products yeah um and i think it's just like that like in social media right you can go to another ads agency and you'll get phenomenal people but if you want hayden from how i treat you how you know i also have other leverage points right like one thing i can do with my clients is like hey um I'll make TikToks and I'll mention your company and I'll use you as examples. Yeah. Right. Like there's other things that come along with the brand. And so I think like at the end of the day, you get the 10 out of 10 product, but then the question becomes, okay, what's going to now make us stand out against the other 10 out of 10 mm -hmm. products. And that's where you dive into brand. Oh, that, that is so dope. I mean, you're right. And we, and we are our brand. We are our business. We are what we do, man. And you know, and I, lo I love to be that person, man. Cause again, I'm setting a foundation and a legacy for my kids. My kids, me and my wife are. And so as they get older, even now, man, I have a 16-year-old, 15-year-old, my son's going to be 13 in May, man. And these kids are already, they're finding their brand, their, who they are, man, and what they want and who they can connect with. And, man, that's, to me, that's what's important. Because, again, I can make money. I can go start businesses. I can get all these you know, companies, man. But at the end of the day, man, if not, if I'm, if I'm not setting a foundation, man, to where I'm making a real impact on social media, on the internet, getting rid of that stigma, man, what am I really doing? And that's personal. I don't want to make people believe I don't have no expectations. That's yeah. me. You know, if, if people follow suit, man, then that's a blessing. At least I know what I'm doing and what I've done is helpful and impactful, man. And so, dude, I just want to say, I know you probably got a lot of things to do. You're busy with your time and I appreciate your time, man. It, to me, that's, to be in Canada too, we still hear a podcast has a you know a guest on from Canada, dude. I think we're we are worldwide now, you know. Let's go. <laughs> Let's, we global. Yeah, we're global. <laughs> but one thing we like to do here, man, um, the way we end the show is um, yeah. we, we like a last thought, last word, anything you want to say, man, that you want to encourage or put out there, even you know, spotlight yourself, your business, your brand, your social media, because we'll have all that info in the description and lower mm -hmm. thirds popping up the whole time. And um, anything, any last thoughts you want to add, say, or mention, man? Yeah, I just want to reiterate, it's never been easier to do whatever you want at any age. All the information's on the internet. All you need to do is go find it, um, create literally a work back schedule. All, these are all the things I need mm -hmm. to do to accomplish it and just start scheduling that time and actually executing like literally that's the blueprint to do whatever you want in life. And like I said, with social media as the distribution, with the internet as the information, um, with the world's attention at your fingertips, it's never, ever, ever been easier. Literally, you know, 99% of things that I have from a business standpoint, I've just been through that cell phone. And so I just want to encourage anyone to go, to go out and do it. Okay. And it, and it becomes easier over time. Mm. Once you pick momentum, I love to say this momentum is real. Mm. As you start to build momentum, it just, it snowballs. Right. Yeah. And so pushing that, you know, pushing that brick at first is difficult, but as soon as you start to pick up a little bit of a pace, um, it's real. And so that's what I want to end with is literally it's never been easier to do whatever you want in life. Mm. And yeah, all my, all my social media stuff will be linked in, in the comments. Okay. Well, cool, man, dude. I, again, thank you for your time. Thank you for dude, you know, me taking up, you know, your word on that and actually you following suit with your word, man.
I'm a man. I'm a guy. Dude, it was awesome. Yeah, I'm a guy. That's my word. And when people follow up with it, I love and respect that. For you to be like, hey, yeah, let's set it up. I was like, oh, let's shoot. go. I told my wife, I was like, he actually responded back. <laughs> so I was like, let's <laughs> do it. You know, and so I was pumped. Yeah, dude. Let's maybe if you're down, man. Let's plan a part two. Maybe if you feel like you want to talk about some, if you got something going on, dude. I'll bring my other guy, mother, the other host, Johnny Fisher, man. I know he, he want he wanted to be here today, man. But he has his daughter's birthday, yeah. man. But um. Yep. Bro, thank you no for worries. your time. Thank you for coming on, man. You're, the information you gave out, man, was just straight golden, man, and straight just oh, my pleasure. Yeah, straight opportunity, man. And I wanted to just say to you, man, just last words of encouragement to you, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. You know, set a standard, man, for you. You know, for what you're doing, man, and let people see what you're doing, and and let them say, you know, I want to do that. I want to be like that. And I feel like you are, man. And I think you're walking in what. I guess essentially you're called to be, especially in life, business, you know, the helping part of it, man. Because anybody can start something, make money. Anybody can start a business for them. But your whole goal is like, you know, I just want to help people. You know, when you want to yeah. help, when you want to help people, man, in return, man, you know, whether you believe in karma, nature, life, God, man, I feel like eventually that'll come out a hundredfold. You know, and you know, you'll you'll what's what's that word i'm looking for you yield the crops you know the fruit of your labor man. Mm-hmm. you know so i feel like that's where you're at you're on the right path man and i respect that and dude i really appreciate what you're doing keep it up man you got my support all the way over here in fresno california son <laughs> <laughs> man I, I i appreciate those words so much honestly they, they mean a lot to me you know on a daily basis you can sometimes get bogged down and like yeah. everything that's going on but for you to say that means a lot and for you to give me a platform to come and uh and speak what I want to speak. I really appreciate it. And, and you to take the time out. Yeah, man. I'm here for you, man. Anytime you got my email, dude, if you're comfortable with it, I'll send you my number, bro. And we make it more personable. Yeah. You know, Let's continue, do it. continue this relationship, brother. And, um, we'll definitely uh, stay connected, man. You got my support over here. Okay. I appreciate that. Let's, uh, I'm going to get an Instagram story. All on right. My, Go on ahead. My yeah. IG. You ready? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> love it cool all right brother thank right. you so much for your time yeah man so let me do a, i'm gonna do a quick sign off man so you guys okay, thanks for watching thanks for tuning in man you guys give my man a follow give him a follow on instagram tiktok you know give him show, show this guy some love man this guy's putting a lot of good, good information if you guys are a content creator media agency man you guys are looking for a, a standard of what to do how to do man give this man a follow and subscribe man you guys tune in every friday 6 a.m here at pacific standard time on youtube apple podcast spotify man give you know give us a follow give subscribe like share all this great content because we put out content that's intentional for you for your personal life, your mental health, everything about you. And that's really what Still Here Podcast is for, is to bring on guys like this that can really relate to you and connect with you on a personal level to challenge you to grow. And not only that, it keeps us challenged and growing every day. So you guys stay tuned. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your love. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Let's go. We're still here. (laughs) Yeah.